0: Kate! Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix
1: show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone about Louie. We need to talk to someone about
0: Louie.
1: Louie! Kate McMahon. We are in the same chat space. (laughs)
0: I think um it's just as well we moved our recording to the digital sphere pre-covid because um yeah the opportunities to be together at the moment are few and far between.
1: Uh it does feel like that we are easing out of a lockdown in Melbourne as we speak and I feel like actually the ep we're doing today road trip is quite cathartic in that mm. space. If you know I I could just do with a cruise uh just you know, get in your car and yeah. drive. Oh, yeah. please! And what could you know? What could possibly be stressful about that, right?
0: <laughs> How long will it take to get there? A long time. What if I get bored? Then you get bored. Especially with children. I mean, huh. is there ever a truer picture than Bandit going? Yeah, I just thought I'd put the kids' stuff by their feet, and Chili's just like all the stuff (laughs) drowning in kids stuff oh my god Uh, like when we pack for holidays and I mean you have witnessed this Mary Bolling on our many holidays together Tim and I usually have our old 19 year old backpacks like yes like basics invaluable and the rest of it is just stuff and I say stuff when I really mean another word that sounds a little bit like stuff for the kids yeah when, so when you're trying much to
1: stuff. a in the back of your car you know like <laughs> there's just there is no hope for you really is there? <laughs> no
0: yeah i was just gonna bang it down by their feet are
1: you sure what's this the kids stuff oh biscuits
0: one of my friends actually said to me because i was like oh wow you're going away for a whole week that'll be good and she was like kate It's a week or a day. Like, it's the same amount of stuff regardless. (laughs) So it doesn't actually make a difference. That's so true. Uh,
1: Well, let's get to the healers. We don't know how long they're going away for, but they are camping. So it's probably justifiable that they have, you know, a fair bit of stuff.
0: Um, Do you think this is the lead-in to camping?
1: Good question. The... the there must have been a toilet block somewhere in camping.
0: If we get stuck behind them, we'll be the last to the campsite and we'll have to camp next to the toilet
1: block. Ew. Like that is the one kind of land well, They did end up doing a can...
0: bushwee.
1: Yeah, so... true. Um, mm. You know, you, sometimes you need more than a bushwee, and you would like a toilet block to be available <laughs> for that, but that might be getting into too much detail. Um, could be. Ah, uh, that would be very exciting. But they are they do seem to be driving a long way. Um mm. I would like more information before I make that call. Have you got a have you got a gut on it?
0: Well, I I mm no, I don't, but I do like how a lot of the storylines seem to be slightly overlapping now. So it could be that, you know, what happened pre-camping, it's like the prequel, you know, like that's yeah. quite exciting for me to think that. Um, but one thing that does sort of throw, I guess, into the mix, like just the vastness of Queensland <laughs> in general, I'm confused, yes. I think. And the reason for my confusion, Mary, is that I typed in from Brisbane to that big peanut thing in sure. Atherton, um, which is up near Cairns, and it's a 19 and a bit hour drive. Just, yeah. Like uh, no. you were not going to do that with children in one day.
1: oh imagine that you'd be leaving in dark and arriving in dark and no it's no just don't don't anyone ever plan that trip but bandit does say in the course of the episode you know
0: hope you got four hours worth so where would that place them i think
1: yeah i would but they are leaving from home, so I think the big peanut has been moved for the convenience of this episode.
0: Oh yes, yeah. that's that's definite. <laughs> but I'm just trying to work out where would be. Like, is Bundaberg oh. four hours from Red Hill? Like,
1: uh, ooh, I think that would even be more. Um,
0: four hours, eleven minutes. Oh, there you go. Possible.
1: Ooh, okay. Well, there's some uh, nice camping spots along there. There's a your, very gorgeous... your previous
0: home of Gladstone is. Nearly six hours. So, yeah, yes, would, have wouldn't done likely that drive, be that far. Would not
1: have want to repeat the experience with children. Um, the moment that spoke most to my uh, former Queensland self in this episode is when roadworks suddenly pop up. And like you, I actually mapped the distance from Red Hill, where the uh, healers may or may not live, to Atherton and the Big Peanut. Um yes I found 19 hours as well but the map was also just covered in those little yellow triangles along the road that mean roadworks 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 and I'm like yes oh I have lived that and (laughs) um yeah I'm surprised that there wasn't a GPS moment in this episode just to show how many roadworks bandit was gonna have to grit his teeth at. (laughs)
0: hang on what's this oh roadworks so for new listeners to the podcast, Mary, you lived in Gladstone for a number of years. Yes. So I think uh, it's fair we to say. four years. Um, yeah. and How did, many roadworks did you encounter on your uh, road trips? Oh,
1: just it was constant. There is a highway called the Bruce Highway and that is pretty much just, it's like talking about the weather in Queensland. Well, you actually don't need to talk about the weather in Queensland because it's always good or tropical, you know, like disasters. Um, but, yeah, conversations about, oh, you've been on the Bruce, oh, hit any roadworks, Is just, it's like, you know, the sun is shining. It's just.
0: Wow. So it's, yeah. the, it's the equivalent of asking, you know, how's your day going and someone saying <laughs> yeah. okay? Yeah, well, yeah, I think um,
1: it's a better measure, in fact. Like you say, oh, how many roadworks did you hit? And you're like, oh, sat there for 20 minutes. Like, so, you know, Oof. it's, yeah, yeah, brutal. <laughs> Anyway, you might be able to tell that I'm feeling bandit in this episode. <laughs> yeah. um, talking about episode um, overlap, I know when we did Sticky Gecko, we sort of talked about how that was. Chili's takeaway that that was a very similar vibe but actually in Road Trip I feel like Road Trip is Bandit's sticky gecko it's like oh. the open road is right there like all I have to do <laughs> is get on it and yeah it's it's Chili's open door that you can't quite get through.
0: <laughs> I like that take actually I hadn't quite thought of it in that term so um, but we, we I mean we see Bandit's frustration rising I guess but yeah, in this episode, I think the difference is that there is a clear nemesis, which is the lovely grey nomads. What is that? Oh no! We gotta go. But what about the tablets? got him. What?
1: True. Yeah. Who was Chili fighting against in Sticky Gecko? Perhaps Sticky guess, Gecko was the nemesis. Yeah, the kids. I don't know. Yeah, in,
0: nah. Judo's time. mom. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, both episodes are about trying to beat the clock. And yeah, no one no one is beating <laughs> the clock with children. Like, can we all just make it? you know, make an agreement this is happening.
0: Now, we don't camp as, as a family because we did it once a few years ago with Olivia and it was disaster. Um, you know, not disaster, but, like, she escaped and, like, we found her halfway down the, to the beach, which, you know, for, for a nonverbal child, um, borderline ne- negligent. Um, but you guys go camping quite a lot these days, Mary, and you seem to be loving the camping lifestyle. Uh, well... You say that uh, glowing assessment. I say we
1: own a tent (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we have taken it out a couple times to a caravan park, um, the kind where even if you are close to the toilets, they're very well-cleaned toilets and it's not a terrible outcome. So, (laughs) um, so yeah, it's pretty civilised, our camping experiences, but we haven't gone as much as we'd like and even... Since we've gotten the tent, we've gone to the caravan park and stayed in a cabin rather than the tent, <laughs> because the set up and pack down just takes so much time. But, oh god! Yeah, and yeah, similar the car pack. Uh, so yeah, it's um no, I I need to channel my inner healer here and try better. I
0: think <laughs> um a grey nomads. A thing at Victorian caravan parks because they're quite notorious. Like, see, it's, it's almost like a rite of passage when you retire in Australia, isn't it? To to buy a very expensive camper van and to drive around Australia with your partner seems to kind of be the the thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, the reason we go to caravan
1: parks is because my grey nomad in laws uh, put their <laughs> caravan there. So yeah, I think um, there are definitely a lot of adorable oldies uh, with so many cool stickers on the back of their caravans uh, just yeah lining up the vans at the caravan parts we've been to. Um but yeah I'd never thought of them as nemesises until this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do they know. hug all the good spots? Are they just well, slow and in the way? Yeah I don't think I don't
1: think they hug all the good spots. Um, but I think, yeah, they slow you down is is the problem, isn't it? And, yeah, I've definitely been on those roads where you're just waiting for the overtaking point to get past a caravan which turns into ten caravans and then suddenly you're in a Mad Max scenario where you have to just bang it to actually <laughs> make it through and, oh, it's, it's trauma. But, yeah, declaring war on grey nomads, I... I think I'm with bingo on this one. Like I like the fact that they exist. I'm I'm all about hello, Grey Nomads.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I am too. I mean um, this episode really plays on that concept of time and Mm. making good time versus having a good time. And I guess like the Grey Nomads, kids do slow you down and force you to appreciate the little things. There's, a, there's another thread sort of running through this though too, Mary, which is about boredom. Yes. Um, and for me that was a real, really interesting one because, you know, when I think about being a kid, there were a lot of times where we were doing not much in comparison to the overstimulation and exciting world that our kids are in today. Uh <sighs> We were doing my favourite thing just before and I was like, so well, what was your favourite thing today? Was it painting, baking cookies, going to the beach, going to the oh, park? Wow. And I was like, <laughs> sort hang of reflecting. And I was like, and he he said something like, oh, seeing Morven, which is my daughter Olivia's carer. Uh-huh. And I was sort of like, dude, uh-huh. <laughs> like, check your privilege. You know, pick something that I organised. It was you please. the cookies. Damn it! It was <laughs> definitely going to the beach. Um, okay, but like, yeah, there's so much um, stimulation, and I don't know where that comes from. That we're kind of like, oh, we have to be doing great stuff with our kids all the time, or they'll just end up on. Well, for for us, it would probably be that, or they'd be nagging to watch ABC kids. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. Um, Good question. Because same, when I think
1: of childhood and of being bored, it's often memories from being in the car.
0: Mm. Um,
1: like I, I have a vivid memory of probably being uh, older than Bluey, like maybe eight or nine, and we we road tripped a lot. Um, we, you know, lived regional grandparents in Melbourne. Um, covered covered a lot of ground, but I can remember one car trip where. I was wearing sunglasses for the first time and I realised if I put my hand over one of my sunglasses but kept, like over one half of my sunglasses but kept my eye open, I could see my eye reflected back at me and I just spent, like, this whole trip, like, studying my eye. Like, it, it actually so, sounds quite narcissistic now that I say <laughs> it. But, but it was, you know, it was that level of, like, what else can I possibly do? And, I like, I was... A big reader as a kid and couldn't yep. read in the car like even one word and it was just like vomit Classic. bag. Yeah. Yes. Oh, brutal. But um, and you know we had stories on tape, we had uh, songs and that kind of thing. But um, but yeah, just huge stretches of it were just like staring out the window and yeah, you you have to entertain yourself. And looking back, I guess that was quite entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, haven't had the need to try that uh, mode of entertainment since. But, but yeah, it's... Well, you did get a good look at it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was very thorough. Um, but anyway, what I'm trying to say is being, yeah, being bored does, like this episode suggests, pave the way for something. But, yeah, I agree it's being a bit lost. Perhaps we all need to do a few more car trips and forget the tablet. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and see what happens. I don't know. I brought the tablets so you kids could play computer games. Play computer games! Hang on, where are they? Ugh, they must be in the boot. Bandit, find a place to pull over.
0: What? We tend to, um, yeah, do a lot of like bluey related car games now. So we Car Rainbow usually gets a workout yes. when we're in uh-huh. the car. And I can't think of what else. Oh, the other day we were trying to think, Will saw a dirty car and he said, oh, maybe they need to go to the car wash. And then I think a little bit similarly to Escape, we just spent the next 20 minutes trying to come up with all the different ways that the car could get washed. So, oh, yeah. Okay. You know, In like, a um like a flock of birds could go to a fountain and pick up water in their beaks and then spit it all over the car to get it clean. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, those sorts of levels. Like we could get an army of penguins to lick it. Um, okay. I don't even yeah. know if penguins have tongues, but you know, that's where we ended up. Um, uh-huh. Things like that, um, which was quite fun. That is a great um, game. But, yeah, uh, when I was a kid, because we used to do lots of road trips to South Australia from um, Victoria where my, my grandparents lived in South Australia, and, yeah, a lot of my childhood was um, those just, I think we've talked about it before, Mary, like watching the telegraph poles yeah, going yep. up and down and then over these like sort of golden-hued fields of just nothing through the little desert and then, um yeah, all through Border Town, which is quite close to where you spent a fair bit of childhood, yes. isn't it? Yep. Narra Court. Yeah, um, and
1: it's so green and lush in that part of the world. And, you know, if you're covering distance as well in Australia, you do get so many changing landscapes, yeah. which is very watchable looking
0: back, but probably felt quite boring at the time. Yeah. So <laughs> I was an avid reader. I just would okay. read like a- Three books basically in that eight hour trip between Melbourne right. and Adelaide and just smash it. Um, but it would have been a really different experience these days because I think there's so much um, emphasis on like screens and that availability. Like anytime the kids are sort of on their own doing their own thing for a while, they're kind of like, oh, can I have the iPad? Or, you know, Olivia relies on her iPad a lot because it's got like her communication devices on it. But whenever she like leaves it on the couch for ten minutes, I always see Will just like shark <laughs> jumping uh, on the thing putting on putting on YouTube and watching I don't know kids unwrapping a Kinder Surprise or something, you know, like oh, no. just random. But what about the tablets? Look, Mum forgot to pack them, kid. Oh, <laughs>
1: don't worry. I know plenty of non-computer games we can play. I think we know the shark of this episode. Is Chili <laughs> coming in with game after game
0: after game oh, to she beat? She is boredom. Oh my gosh, she is amazing in this. I I'm going to call it early, Mary. I think she's my most valuable player. Oh like, yeah, um, yeah. For all bandits complaining about you know getting away
1: uh, <laughs> uh, on time, like I feel like even before this episode started, Chili was carrying the. Uh, the emotional load it was yep. pretty obviously her she that packed had packed the, the kids yeah <laughs> um so I was already on team chili from the get-go <laughs> but um <laughs> as it progresses and not only will bandit not stop so she can or well you know not stay stopped so she can get the tablets and solve the problem but then he puts it all on her to come up with the four hours worth of games <laughs> and Man, she's she's got the material.
0: <laughs> there were some good games. Like I really liked the one with you running with your fingers and you can like jump over things. I thought that was quite good. Like yes, and and to
1: replace um to replace the chutney chimp game that yeah. they wanted to play. or oh, maybe chunky chimp actually
0: chunky now. Oh, it was it's chunky
1: are. now still. Okay, I so think it was still chunky. chunky. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um. But yeah, I loved that reference to the throwing barrels. Uh, very uh, Donkey Kong. Um, yeah, but yeah, jumping, jumping over cows, that, that should be a video game that you can play. <laughs> yeah, it should be. And i quite, in case there's no cows on your road trip, obviously.
0: 100, <laughs> I win! Well, not all of us go through, you know, beautiful yeah, regional yeah, areas, yeah. you know, it's very hard to find cows in the city of Melbourne, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that Although, was a really good one. We used to... My dad used to race trains a little bit when. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. There, we. I remember one time specifically when we, I must have been about 12, and we were just driving because um, there's a railway line that runs along um, the Western Highway to mm-hmm. Adelaide for a lot of the portion of the thing. Yeah. And there was a train coming, and I remember like he was sort of like looked around and went quite fast for a small portion. I liked that bandit, you know, was just pretending to go that yeah. bit faster. But um uh, no no people were harmed or injured. I think the freeway was in different <laughs> kilometers either side of us. Uh, so well you've lived it and lived to tell the tale. I was gonna say yeah. it was my only
1: gripe with this episode that I was driving the other day and had a sudden like you know, dropped into a Hollywood movie moment where Bond from the back's just like, "Mom, catch up to that car!" I'm like, "What? what, what? Like, you know, just yeah, uh, extreme car chase style." I'm like, "What? What? What? Why?" He's like, "Car race!" I'm like, so, not only can you race a train, but he expected me to catch up to the next like twenty cars we saw. I'm like, "Dude, like." This just isn't going to work. Luckily, no. in the left-hand lane and lots of them were turning right. So if they turned right, i like, I clocked that one. I've Good done job. it. But yeah. But then I'm like, oh, actually, am I just encouraging
0: this? It, <laughs> it could be yeah, but- McFly, the oh, age of 20. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Are you chicken, Mum? Are yeah. you chicken? Yeah. <laughs> Mum, have you got another car game? Look, I'm a bit out of <gasps> Wait, train race.
0: Go, Dad. You got it. <laughs> This episode actually, Mary, had quite a controversial moment in it, which I think we should talk about. Oh yeah, and that is the service station pit stop, because okay. um, Facebook was alight with people thinking that Chile um, didn't pay for the Sunnies and all the the good stuff. Um, I can confirm she does. If you watch it carefully, you do see her do the little tap of the pay web oh, card, fuck but. No. People were proper outraged that, you know, maybe she was um, pilfering sunglasses on the sly Winona style. How dare they doubt our Chilly. Like she is just
1: above reproach as far as I'm concerned. She works in
0: security. I guess she wouldn't (laughs) know how
1: to do it. But also, like, why would you risk it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, they they did look very good on her, uh, similarly Winona style. So... (laughs) Um, so yeah, her investment that we have established yet was a paid investment. Uh,
0: yeah, payoff. I think it was mm. a nice little pit stop, and um, obviously sets up the big peanut um, stop Very off nicely. down the track. Yeah,
1: yes. Don't worry, gang. We're still making good time.
0: Ooh, big peanut.
1: So the next stop after the petrol station is of course Bluey wanting a Bushwee.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I was excited to realize first time we've seen Bluey have a bushwee. It's always been bingo up to now. Oh, so yeah.
0: interesting. Um
1: yeah, like really, you know, if you gotta go, you've gotta go. So it's not just a very little kid thing.
0: <laughs> One thing I do love about Bluey, Mary, is that like since takeaway. I've I've only ever heard people call it a bushway now. Like it just yeah. seems to be. You, you can find the bluey people some in some a
1: park of, pretty quickly, can't yeah, you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> because their kids go, "Mama, need a bushway, boys and girls, you yeah. know, and, and it's great, you know, because you gotta go sometimes and they are only little kids. So yeah, totally. Yeah. And like uh it's
1: we're toilet training at the moment still with a nearly three year old and uh, man, the simplicity of a bushwee is just amazing. Whereas I got summoned to the toilet uh this morning loudly like Mom I don't know if you <laughs> get that, like child on the toilet, just suddenly it's the biggest emergency in the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I'm like, you know, it was Bon, not Cat. So I'm like Bon, this is this has gone far. Like I am done with this. He's like, No, Mom, I I've got a question. Why do I Always do wee's but only sometimes do poos. I'm like <laughs> we're at five and this is like the question that's that's burning a hole, like <laughs> uh so yeah. Uh deep questions on the toilet. You yeah. It's a good people Bush bushwees, you know, bush there's nice distractions going on that you know take you away <laughs> from the existential crises, which is what I need in my life. Mum, do you know any bush wee games?
0: Oh. Where to from here? So, um, <laughs> we see this pinnacle moment, I guess. Bluey gets back in the car, the sign changes, they're ready to go. it's in front, and then all of a sudden, Bingo says, I need a win. Okay, come on, honey. Hang on. Why? No. Of course, right? <laughs> of course. Uh, so, yeah, what's the coolness of bandit. Chili in this moment, though? Like, yeah. Because she's just like, yep, sure, come on. I'm like, uh-huh. she knows she's breaking bandit's heart, and part of her, I think, is enjoying it. <laughs> oh, oh definitely. Like,
1: I feel like the chill your beans line is that what Chili says in yes. this <laughs> is stolen straight from the mouth of one bandit healer. Like, isn't it nice when there's a line your partner kind of probably <laughs> uses on you quite frequently, and you can uh, flip the <laughs> flip yep. the scenario.
0: Nothing feels quite so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but. Bandit's exasperation in that moment, I think there's um, quite a nice repeat of exasperated feelings because um, we see it as the games go and as Bluey's being frustrated with, um, with boredom mm. but then also with Bingo when they start to play I Spy and she oh. knows exactly where it's going. <laughs> yes. Me first. Okay, but please spy a hard one, Bingo. It's boring when it's too easy. Okay, I spiral my little eye.
0: Something coloured blue. Me. Yes. Uh. Um, And <laughs> beginning with B. <laughs>
1: but Bluey is humouring Bingo in that and, and being patient and we're kind of getting that parents having something to learn from the children uh, a trope that, yeah, Bluey's actually nailing patience much better than Bandit and perhaps Bandit needs to go back to the back seat and remembering just how how much patience you need to be in any seat on the road trip let alone driving and um and yeah, like Chilli says, chill the beans and just have a bit more um a bit more patience for the whole situation.
0: Mm. Um, speaking of food, Mary, um, you know how we've had this conversation many times about any food can be a low-key um cuss word. Yes. Crumbed steak. There's yeah. a new one. Yeah, love it. <laughs> yeah. I feel do like that. do you eat crumbed steak? Like, you know, is this a thing? What? Is this a schnitzel? I feel like, like it's a schnitzel, right? <laughs> I think it must uh, be. But maybe it's a Queensland thing.
1: I don't know. <laughs> maybe. But Someone who's like a linguist or can read facial expressions of cartoon dogs or something like that needs to <laughs> needs to rank the uh, the food based swears for us and tell us well which which one is kind of the more extreme uh, like, like cheese and like crackers. I feel, like, I feel like cheese and crackers is very run of the mill, just like a you know. Lower end swear word, whereas yeah. crumb steak might be right up there.
0: I reckon. Oh, I feel. I feel like yeah, it, it, it's definitely um, gotten on Bandit's um, nerve. So yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, crumb steak, Cran-o-mots.
1: So we get back in the car. Things have kind of reset, I guess, and they've slowed down. <laughs> like yeah. everything has slowed down. And and do we even get? Like a a, a slow mo montage at that point, it is
0: it's slow mo as
1: they're all passing, but yeah, big bluey bingo kind of waving to the uh, grey nomads as yeah. she does the bushway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah,
0: yeah, um, that's gotta hurt. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. So yeah, to get a montage and a slow mo montage at that moment, like poor bandit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they're just moving slowly post okay, um, bushway. Right. Yeah, He's sitting in the car it doesn't look like anything's happening fast. Bluey looks around and she discovers something very surprising.
1: Hmm, never seen that before.
0: <gasps> Bingo! A table. This has been here all along. So exciting. I mean, everything in a car is exciting when you're little, isn't it? It's like wow, cup holder. Like, it's true. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Um. And yeah, cars have so many more hidden compartments and interesting spots now. I feel like more Ooh. Jesus handles and that oh, kind yeah. of thing.
0: So we got a um a Kia Carnival. Um, God, when was it? it was start of 2020? Mm-hmm. Huh, haven't driven it very far. <laughs> No, no, but um, because, you know, we were having another baby with Joseph and then um, we've often got a a carer with us because of Olivia. And um, like Kia Carnival's, I love mine, it's like a seven-seater wonder. But Will just knows, I don't even know how, he knows every little secret compartment. The other day he was like, he crawled in behind Joseph um, to get to his seat and he was still on the floor after like a minute I was like dude what are you doing and he's like he pressed some secret little thing in the back of the armrest and all of a sudden out came a car like <gasps> a little toy car that he'd hidden there ages ago I amazing like, what what is a you've blown my mind for knowing that there's a secret compartment there but you've already hidden stuff in there oh, and now you're like, retrieving it like, like
1: Go Will, I am not surprised at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that was that was my bluey moment. Like it was like, what do you mean there's a little compartment yes! there? I didn't even know. Wow. It was so amazing. It was like in no other context, just having a tiny little drawer, even remotely useful, let alone exciting for people. Yes, yeah. And, yeah, much the
1: same with um with a chair that pulls down and pops up again. Like, yeah. I don't oh know, how often would you use that really? <laughs> but... When you need a table, uh, yeah, what a yeah. win.
0: Mum, look what I found. Ah, the tablets. Huh? Tablets? Oh, wow. Do you want to play computer games?
1: Uh,
0: no, I want to play petrol station. Lovely modelling as well that they went straight into imaginative play um, bypassing the tablets because is this a gripe of yours, Mary? I was thinking, oh, well, it's probably unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, kids can definitely
1: have tunnel vision um, but the fact that the that into you know part of the artwork of this scene is it's almost um uh what do you call those things that neighbors uh actors go and do in the u k over the summer like pantomime, pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's it's so pantomime like <laughs> it's behind you um <laughs> That you know everyone can see the tablets there, and the girls don't even clock them, so yeah, I thought that was a beautiful kind of inclusion to really make you appreciate how exciting this was.
0: yeah, I'll be the customer. Hello, customer. Would you like to buy some sunny? I told yes, you I packed them. Now it's oh, not a good time wonderful. for me Now we get to the um what I'm going to say is the Brene Brown moment of our podcast for this week, Mary, which oh, yes. is. The moment where um, all the nomads are starting to turn off towards the big peanut uh-huh. and then Bingo's like and Bluey were questioning, well, why aren't we going to the big peanut? <laughs> oh, the pain. And then once Bandit agrees, like, Chili just delivers, which I think is my line of the episode. We were making such good time. Yeah,
1: but look. No? Okay. Well, that's $100 bucks, please. Okay. Okay. Now
0: we're making good times. There you go. Yes, just do that. That to me is um yeah just such a interesting thing, right? Like we're so um caught up on the destination so often that we forget about the journey to get there. Yeah, and I, I just yeah I really felt that the you know that once was that letting go moment and that settling back and enjoying the ride. But, um, yeah, who knows how long that actually lasted for when they were crawling in traffic (laughs) for another few hours. But, yeah, I just thought it was a lovely moment. And obviously that will, that peanut statue will be something very special to the girls uh, taking pride of place in Bingo's sticker collection (laughs) for many years to come
1: so good um the importance of sticker collections is driven home also by the fact that um we do see a long dog if you look very closely at some gray nomad sticker collections in this oh. episode you might spot one nice um but yeah it's it's such a gorgeous message and really made me reflect on well how do you make um a road trip you know more about the journey rather than just the means to get there, uh, which I think music and especially in this episode <laughs> yeah, yeah is, is one way you can nail it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, on that, Mary, um, when we were speaking with Joff Bush in our part two of our interview with him, he did go into some of the detail about um, road trip. And um, he mentioned Ennio Morricone, who was like sort of the inspiration behind the the score. do you want me to give you some information, perhaps, on Ennio? Uh, yeah, lay it on me. So uh, Ennio um, was a trumpet player, among other things, but he he composed more than four hundred cinema scores for Hollywood right. films. So some of the most famous: Fistful of Dollars, La Caja Folly, um, Once Upon a Time in America, The Untouchables. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and particularly gamed fame for his composition of Western. So um, apparently Once, Tom, Once Upon a Time in the West um, is one of the best-selling uh, Hollywood scores of all time. He's like a hand okay. Zimmer basically yeah. for the cinematic world. But, um, yeah, these beautiful um, uh, pieces which are full of drama and style, um, yeah, orchestrator, conductor, trumpeter. And, okay. Yeah, all round good guy. So and, apparently,
1: and what in this episode is more like him? It's it's kind of the music you hear when that, the grey nomads
0: come. Yeah, it's the yeah. total grey nomads theme. What is that? Oh no, we gotta go. But what about the tablets? Forget him. What? Why? Grey nomads. Come on! Okay, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That was too close. Um, Joff recapping was saying that you know the the sort of the more acoustic-y bit in the background was sort of inspired by um, Joe Brum's memories of listening to Simon and Garfunkel in the car as road trips so yeah
1: Uh, it's so is that a thing for you like was that on high rotation when you were growing up like simon and garfunkel or even graceland or something like that
0: we never really listened to much simon and garfunkel that i remember um i remember listening to beatles um my and james taylor Um, okay yeah um uh, my dad was really into Don McLean. Oh, um, yep. Yep. That yeah, yep. So, so like Vincent, um, uh-huh. like that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, I remember from a pretty young age I was um, putting together mixtapes from Double TFM. Um, okay, right. <laughs> and um, demanding that they were played on my teeny little cassette player all the way to Adelaide, my parents. Okay, right. So, and, and that demand was... Uh, I think with? it was. I think it was tolerated for a period. <laughs> um, my parents were both teachers, so there were a lot of educational tapes in the car. Oh, um, so oh. lots of like Peter Coombe, but there was also like times tables. That oh, was Kate. Okay. Sta-
1: you are kidding me. No. <laughs> If I said to you, one eleven is eleven, two eleven twenty-two, you. Oh my God,
0: that sounds so familiar! Oh my God, I'm freaking.
1: Uh... The elevens was the 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 banger of all the times tables. I just
0: remember the twos. That like, one two is two. Two twos are four. Yeah, no, I found Three, two quite boring. Yeah, mm. uh, all of them, but I remember <laughs> well, them, So we're clearly aware. <laughs>
1: I still, there are still some uh, some trickier numbers in the times tables that I still have to sing to get it right. So I don't know if that had the desired effect. But
0: So a few years ago um, we road tripped as a family up the east coast of Australia and um, when we got to Port Macquarie we had dinner at this like little Turkish random restaurant and they had an excellent playlist going and it was um it was unwind 90s and so you asked at the restaurant what is the name of this we were like, you must know. yeah I think I think because you know Tim and I aren't afraid of a bit of a chat so <laughs> we were chatting and we're like True. great food and great tunes and we're loving the mix and and they just happened to mention that it was a Spotify playlist called Unwind Nineties. And that became our road trip wow. soundtrack. have been unwinding ever since. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um oh there was an Unwind eighties. Okay Um we, sorry. Yeah. So it was Unwind Eighties in the restaurant, but we also got into the Unwind 90s and Unwind right. Zero Zeros as okay. a result. So yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's got Graceland on there. It's got Fleetwood Mac. Um, hang on, Unwind 80s has got Donna Lewis, I Love You Always Forever. Now that to me is 90s. Is uh, I think 90s? that is 90s. That, yeah, no, totally,
1: that has been absolutely misclassified. So uh, you should definitely write a letter.
0: <laughs> I will be um, making my seriously displeased face somewhere. Fair. Yeah, Paul Kelly, Madonna. Yeah, it's it's got bangers. It's good. It's like, yeah, but it's still, cool. it's like, it's yeah. not too, cause you know, you've got kids, you can't rev them up too hard. Otherwise it's just. <laughs> That's
1: so true. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I lived in Melbourne and my family were back home in South Australia for quite a while. I was doing a lot of like solo road trips back and forth and often, you know, like it was the uni days I'd finish work at the pub at 1am and then drive or something like <laughs> that. So it had to be rev up. And oh so yeah. In my head, a good road trip mix is still rev up but yeah I, I have been burnt by that having kids too revved
0: too early in the road <laughs> so trip. what were you listening to when you were driving there was it like you love a bit of uh, uh, yeah, uh, yes definitely um
1: ACDC a lot of gunners like gunners are Guns really my roses, go-to yeah. happy place um and then like I love listening to the radio and just being you know surprised by goodness on a road trip, but, uh, on that particular road trip, you'd cross the border. So you, you know, triple J would drop out at one point and pick up in South Australia and you'll hear, hear the same half hour that you just heard. Oh, of the t- difference. That's no good. So there is a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of logistics and strategy that has to go into curating your listening for a road trip. <laughs> there is no doubt. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> Final point on this gorgeous episode uh, when we meet finally, meet the grey nomads. Um, they are uh, oh, that's name, yeah. Uh, uh, Robert Brum, um, uh, who is Joe and uh, the Brum boys' dad, and also his auntie. So, um, yeah, that was a very cute piece of casting, and Mm. I thought they did a lovely job being grey nomads, perhaps had done some, um, perhaps it was method, I think. It's a pretty big peanut, isn't it? Yes, Grey it
0: is. Would you like a big peanut sticker? I've got a spare one. Oh, yes, please.
1: A couple quick, we know that nows, from Octopus last week. Oh, Um, yes. longtime long-time correspondent, Raymond, checked in on Instagram and said that he thought when... So we, as soon as we saw the scene looking through the fish tank, we went to Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Uh, He thought actually Chloe looking through the fish tank was seeing her dad as an octopus. He kind of had a bulbous head. He had four legs and then the chair had four legs. So that was eight legs. So perhaps, you know, it was a, she could finally see him as an octopus. Even though he wasn't really up to standard as an octopus. So, um, yep, that was an he interesting He had octopus take. potential. Oh. yes, possibly. So that might be what got her over there. Um, so
0: does this feed into your theory that he was the South Mariba octopus?
1: Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. And actually, and we've heard from the lovely Justin over at Bluey's Brisbane podcast. Oh, yes. South Mariba is uh, up in um, Atherton and is landlocked uh, so mm. <laughs> unlikely to be the uh have naming rights for any octopuses so it could be a
0: metaphor it's uh, yeah look, it, it could like mean you, a lot of things but yeah the meeting of the two waters wasn't yes. it so yeah, yeah mariba uh and one
1: more thing from octopus uh was from my dad who pointed out that <laughs> when you actually see the 101 on the dalmatians house uh you're actually also hearing chloe say oh that's clever <laughs> So oh. just an audio cue to be, like, looking for something clever. Uh, but, yeah, it's very cute.
0: That is adorable. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so much in that episode. I was listening back. Tim came out because he always listens to our podcast, like, really early on a Friday morning and then texts you and me to say, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Or, or otherwise, yeah. Well, it, no, sort he's, of he's just a pretty reviewer. Yeah. <laughs> um but he was like it was a good one i, oh, I liked that yeah, when okay. you talk about Tim. that yeah thanks
1: <laughs> <laughs> and one actually one more follow up from that episode uh gorgeous um when we shouted out to Karina and um her little girl Saruna Sarina. last week they were straight back to us very excited they even Boom. sent us a video of Saruna um hearing it uh hearing her shout out on the podcast Aww. and that was just gorgeous we um had snuck in just after her birthday so um they were wrapped with that. Happy sixth birthday, Saruna. And um, yeah, also a connection that you're going to love, Kate. They uh, used to live in Houston, Texas, and even had a a Brené Brown link uh, that they realized after they listened to that episode. So I think we are one episode away from having recapped every episode. Do you think we're just going to do a special Bluey versus Brené kind of (laughs)
0: Series, even. I'm, maybe. I'm here for it. I mean, okay. I've got to put this like quasi psychological knowledge to you somehow, really. So it's I'm not happy coffee. it's rolled gold, Kate. It's yeah, <laughs> I'm prepared to get vulnerable like in the wagon any day. So yeah, great. Well, how about next week? Because we're doing baby race. Oh my god, it's gonna be a tearjerker <laughs> Oh, if you would like to um get in touch with us, you can always get in touch by the socials on facebook we are at bluey pod or look up got to be done the blue podcast on twitter we are at bluey podcast um on uh instagram we are at blue pod as well and then if you want to email us it's bluepod at gmail.com damn that person in perth that stole the twitter handle why
1: why? Why? he's not Um, using
0: it I know. Perhaps,
1: perhaps now that we've had half a million listens, we can go to him, Captain <laughs> hand, and say, look, look, we obviously need this more than you. We're, yeah. we're not just a flash in the pan. Um <laughs> cat, it, it has been a road trip. Uh Let's do one of those really soon. But in yeah. the
0: meantime, it's got to be done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Dad? No, we're not there yet. Oh, but I'm bored. You're born? I know you're born. I was there when it happened. Dad. It was a real iron